Ladies and gentlemen, many congratulations to you. Once again, you have tuned into the greatest pro wrestling podcast in the history of the world. It's my honor to welcome back a hero, a good friend, most importantly, a unique individual so knowledgeable and educated in pro wrestling that he is a must-need on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's proudly welcome back Brooklyn's finest, Mark freaking Braverman. Mark, welcome back, sir. Thank you so much for having me back, Alex. And as always, it's a pleasure to work with you. And, you know, you are you are an amazing human, my friend. Well, you too, man. And because you know, this show is about, of course, unique and educational pro wrestling discussions, we take this very seriously. So today that we continue with our program within this program, the worst wrestling matches ever. And of course, this is not just on WrestleMania, but this match is a WrestleMania match. Yes, John sir. Cena versus The Miz. WrestleMania 27. And in your opinion, the worst main event of WrestleMania of all time. Absolutely. Not even close. Not even close. And so let's start off with why, with how I feel this way. Let's talk about the participants. The Miz, the champion. It hurts me to say that he was WWE champion. Because he was the, at the time, at the time, he was by far the worst. His opponent, also one of the worst, John Cena. I know I'm getting killed for this, but I am not a John Cena fan. I hate him. I cannot stand him, and I despise the Miz. So you put two guys that I cannot freaking stand in the ring against each other. The worst WWE champion of all time, the Miz, and somebody who I find very boring, Mr. John Cena. I don't think either one of them can wrestle. I think they're boring. I don't find any either one of them funny. I find them dull. And their match proved it. This was rated the worst main event in, in Mania history. By far. The ending was horrible. The timing was terrible. Get all that to all that all that to a minute in, in a couple of seconds, and what should have been the main event was not the main event. I think Triple H versus the Undertaker probably should have been the main event because that was honestly by far in my in my case. Aside from Randy Orton and Punk, Triple H and the Undertaker was were the good matches. Well, first of all, Randy Orton. I don't know what happened between Punk and Orton, but it wasn't that great of a match. It was kind of slow and kind of dull. I don't know what happened there. Maybe it's the ending, that that RKO out of nowhere. Well, the RKO was always amazing, but that's a different story. Yeah, totally. Triple H and Taker should have been should have been the main event. If they were the main event, we wouldn't even be talking about this because they would have faded off into history. No one cared about this match. The the reason why people wanted WrestleMania twenty seven. Was not to see Snooki. I don't know what the hell she was doing there in the first place. <laughs> not to see these two idiots against each other. They wanted to see what they saw at WrestleMania 17, which was Triple H versus The Undertaker, who stole the show that night and stole the show this night. Because let's be honest here, this was just a bad pay per view. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm assuming you watched this pay per view, sir. Well, I was 18 years old at the time. Uh, I did not watch the pay-per-view because this is unfortunately before the network and, you know, before all this. You still have to order pay-per-view. 
<laughs> From what I understand, ordering pay-per-view was always – it was always expensive, number one. Yeah. I'm told that there was always issues involving bugs, connections, yep. lagging, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I did go back on the network and watch this entire main of, uh, pay-per-view just I'm so sorry. I can basically do homework because I, I always like to go back and watch some of the shows, even some of the worst ones, believe it or not. But I didn't, I didn't like it, and cool. you know, and, and I'm sure that we butted heads over this because look, you're a, you're very critical of the Miz. I'm the opposite. It's no problem. I mean, it, it's good to see that there's two educated wrestling fans with different with different viewpoints. But the problem, I think, Miz being the champion, I thought was great. I mean, especially how he cashed in on Orton. I just felt that the rain could have been better. If Vince McMahon and creative could have just done it better, but but I bet but uh, but obviously we don't want to dig too deep and going that going into that debate. But no, the bottom line is I do feel bad for Miz because his main event run could have been a whole lot different. But it seemed to me that Vince and creative did not take it seriously. How could you take it seriously when a champion's an idiot? When the champion's absolutely horrible, how could you take it seriously? Well, I'm invested in the Miz because I always saw that his mic skills, his heel status was was pretty unique. Not the best, but not the worst. But again, the it's worst. a difference of opinion. It never made me laugh. He never kept me interested. I never found. I never. I. I just can't stand him. I can't stand his voice. He is so annoying, and he can't wrestle. And it didn't make and it didn't make any matters worse that Michael Cole was up, was 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 up, was up his derriere the entire run. We mentioned this before about Michael Cole, and now it's and now it's Roman Reigns' uh, derriere he's up. But the Miz, it, the Miz is not awesome. The Miz is awful, horrible in the ring, terrible on the mic. Again, anybody says because he is flat. Says the same stupid things over and over again, and so does his opponent. Seeing this is the same stupid things over and over again. I'm invincible, I can't be seen. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> I can't. You can't see me. I don't want to see you. Nobody wants to see you. You gave the belt to this man sixteen times, and no one gave it to him. I would say except except 2005 and 2006. That's I think during that time it was great. Right. Okay, let me put it this way: If you were over 18, you hated the Miz. If you were over 18, you hated John Cena. That I, I, I suppose because you know during that time, 2005, 2006, I was 12, 13 years old. So <clears throat> again, it, 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 it's you know how we engage from our <clears throat> excuse me our different respective perspectives, but. But I, I got to tell you, number one, the fact that this match originally ended in a double countout or double disqualification, whichever it was, oh, that was stupid. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. It's the only time in Mania history that that has ever happened. It's the and then only the host, time. And the comes out and restarts the match. And it was still awful. It's the only WrestleMania. In the forty, in the forty WrestleManias, if you count the one coming up, where no titles changed hands at every WrestleMania. And Freddie Dwayne says WrestleMania four, 
the world the, the world title changed hands because that was the because that was a tournament the tag titles changed hands. For if there's anything on WrestleMania four and and anything else, the belts changed hands at Mania. At this particular Mania, three belts are on the line. All three champions escape with their titles. Yeah, both titles were retained. Yeah, Edge retained his title hard. in the opening match against Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Cinco. That was horrible. Okay? There was not one championship match that you wanted to watch. There was nothing on this card you wanted to watch except for Undertaker and Triple H. And that's the only reason why anybody ordered it. Yeah. And, as you, and as you said, Taker and Triple H should have been the last match because then everyone like, okay, horrible show, but at least we got a good main event. It's about having a good main event. Which has happened many times before, but not in this case. And if you listen to the tape, I know it's been dubbed out of the out of the network. There are several people screaming, we want our money back. Yeah. The crowd booted out of the building. They was chanting boring. They were, I fell asleep. One guy at Matt's house at Matt's house said, Oh wow, this is gonna be a great match. I looked at him like, What are you drunk? Which he probably was. Well, I gotta ask. Of course, this episode of Force is dedicated to the memory of the late Jeffrey Braverman, Mark's younger brother. Thank you. Did your brother have an opinion on this particular match? Hated it. Was he about as angry as you, or maybe a little bit more angry or slightly less angry? Just curious. The funny thing was he was he was a slight Cena. He was okay with Cena, but I just can't stand him. But the fact is he knew this was gonna be awful. He hated it. He didn't he was he oh my god. And I'm not sure this might have been his last WrestleMania because Jeff died in between Jeff died in two eleven. But I'll tell you this much, he absolutely hated this match and he hated he hated the show. He hated the show. And imagine our friend Ricky as well must have been uh, oh, yeah. very disappointed. Felt like Ricky, Farmy <laughs> says that, you know, because every time our friend Ricky is angry about something in wrestling, <laughs> because we know him so well, we could tell he probably wanted to punch the wall or, hit, or at least bang, bang his face against the wall. I'm sure he did. The but, time, no, no, let's talk about the timing in this match, because the timing in this match was horrible. You could tell that they weren't they weren't even coming close to hitting each other if you watched it. And not to mention the jump from, I believe it was a top rope into the crowd. Not even close. That was such a botch. It was, even Cena has admitted it was a botch. Which it was. The timing in this match was terrible. Now we've had some of the matches with bad timing, but this is for the this is for the title. You can't have this, especially at at, at the biggest show of the year. They messed up big time, then. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they really did. Because what we have in the ring. I mean, for me, I mean, again, uh, in Mrs. Case, I just wish that things would have been done better. But the, the finish, the finish of the match, how The Rock came out, attacked John Cena. I, I, 
that was obviously part of the build-up because next year the main event was Sean Cena versus The Rock once in a lifetime. But then after that, the year after that, they did it again. And then they put the belt back on Cena, but... Which they shouldn't have done. They should have put the belt. They should never have taken the belt off CM Punk anyway to get to that. Right. Event. That's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, a lot of wrestling fans agree to that. You you never put the belt on somebody that's only there for like a short amount of time or just makes sporadic and part-time appearances. But Really? How did, then how do you explain 1,000 days with that idiot Roman Reigns? Right. But I feel like the, mat, the way this match went, you know, some people will say I'm absolutely clueless for saying that, but watch. See, I watched the match before we did this show because that's that's part of my that that's part of my routine. Okay. And at, this, at this age, where I'm at in life, and as far as the kind of wrestling fan I am today, I mean, I'm not the same wrestling fan I was when I was a teenager and to my early years as an adult. Right. No one is. I I feel that John Cena and The Miz were not particularly passionate and enthused about it too. And if wrestlers are not invested in this particular particular match, whatever, it's not going to go well. I think that they knew they should not have been the main event. And I think that they knew going in, no one wanted to see this match. And you could tell there are times where the, where, where, where the crowd and, and fans watching TV going, this is the this is the nonsense that you gave me. This is the quirky nonsense that you gave me. It's just terrible. It was a terrible, terrible match. The timing was off. The crowd was the crowd was falling asleep. Everybody, everybody was everybody was thinking why didn't Taker and Triple H finish it, which is what everybody was thinking. If you were, you, I, don't, I don't even remember. If, I don't even think the entrances in this match were good, too. Nothing was good about this match. It was the same old, same old. John Cena coming out thinking he's a rapper. Miz coming out thinking that he's awesome. Neither one of them all. Neither one of them. I, feel like, this ma- I, th- I feel like this match was so horrible. That you and I kind of knew that this episode would not be quite as long as our usual uh, routine, <laughs> because it feels yeah. like we're all we've we, we, we basically said everything already. But I'm gonna try to salvage it a little bit just to make it a little bit slightly longer. But yeah, well, you, yeah. You, you, you see, Mark, Mark, I think Mark, you've warned me about this because you've been a wrestling fan far much longer than I have, Since and I'm you're. Seven. Far more knowledgeable and educated than me because of you know because you you watched WCW you watched Ring of Honor and everything. Yes, but I you have. warned me that some matches in 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 this worst worst wrestling matches program that you and I have on this show, you warned me that some matches could be so terrible that episodes could be short. And I said I agree, but you asked me, are you sure you'd still be willing to go for this, Alex? I said, well, absolutely, because we want to give the fans. An educated perspective. This is why we have our. This is why me and Alex and Ricky, of course, whenever we go up before we go on the air, you and I extensively call each other all week. We compare notes. I we write down what we want to say. We say what we want to say. Everybody else we don't care about because we're adults now. But we do go through. We do go through the 
the research, you watch the matches, I watch the matches, because you want to make sure that we got it right, and we want to make sure we know what we're talking about. This was just a horror for WWE. And I'll, and I'll tell you, weeks before this happened, I wrote on my on my Facebook wall, this will be the worst main event in the history of WWE, particularly WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And now, even, even The Miz actually said something about it. Check this out. Go ahead. The Miz even said, and I quote, that's one of the most memorable Oh, for goodness sake. I mean, this thing got this thing got in the way. Okay. That's one of the most memorable moments I've ever had. Unfortunately, I don't remember it. The one moment you want to remember for the rest of your life is the one moment I have bits and pieces that I remember, but I don't remember if that makes any sense at all. Unquote. So even, you see, now that tells me even the Miz, I mean, you see, that's, that's I just said it on the show. If wrestlers are not emotionally invested, Mark, What's going to happen? Give it a suck. Yeah. But you, but you have to remember, they had, you had an impossible set. Main event in WrestleMania is, 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 is not easy. It's an impossible task, which is why you cannot have two B players main eventing WrestleMania. We, in all the main events of WrestleMania we've had, Hogan Warrior, Triple H, uh, Jericho. Undertaker, Triple H in the cage. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. The Iron Man match, yeah. The Iron Man match, which was one of the greatest of all time. Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. Stone Cold and The Rock. Even though 17 was terrible, 15 worked out. 17, not so much. Dot, 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 until you get to nine, dot, 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 even, 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 even though Diesel and Sean for the title, even though they weren't the main event, that was Lawrence Taylor and, uh, and Bam Bam, which no one, which no one wants to remember either. You honestly, people are going to go, all right, we had this title match, this title match, this title match. Wait a minute, we had The Miz and John Cena, what the hell? That's what they're going to say. Dot, 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 dot. Wait a minute, what? What? What was Vince Strong? What what were they thinking? The fact that Miz, too, expressed his disappointment by saying he can't remember it, it it says something, and it it says a lot. I forgot which one of them went on a podcast and actually admitted that this match was terrible. I think it was The Miz. John, John, John Cena... I don't, well, first of all, I ask myself, does John Cena even go, does he even appear on podcasts? One of, one or two. I, I'm pretty sure it was a miss, because based on what I read, and again, uh, you know, when you open this freaking store, it's all these ads just pop up and just block whatever, I swear to God, I mean, I get it, ads is what puts the money in our pockets for us podcasters, but in these articles, sometimes when they just pop up like that, not yeah, maybe I should have done this before the match, but sometimes you you, you got to call the audibles, guys. But but still, based on what I said about the Miz, I mean, damn. See, this is probably where you're gonna laugh at me, Mark, but this is where I really feel bad for the Miz because again, I mean, I'm I'm a Miz fan, and you're obviously not, but no, can't stand him. But at the same time, I mean, 
You can't feel bad for somebody who can't perform. You can't, It's like when I was in the VA, when we had people in the kitchen know what the hell they were doing. You can't feel bad for that person because you're in a spot, you're in a situation you don't belong in. It's the same thing in professional wrestling. If you don't belong in the main event, you don't belong in the main event. <clears throat> if you don't belong walking around the WWE or WWE title, you don't belong walking around the WWE title. You just don't. Yeah, and it's, deba- it's debated all over. I mean, some sources say, is WrestleMania 27 really as bad as fans say they are? I mean, yep. some fans think it was great. A lot of fans think it was horrible. I mean, that's just that's just the beauty of their perspective. There's different opinions, but... I don't know I mean, anybody who liked this pay-per-view. I mean, see, see, some people say, you know, I imagine some of our most closest and most loyal listeners will say, well, Mr. Alcazaz and Mr. Braverman may disagree about The Miz, but at least there's one thing is they agreed that this match was horrible and the show was horrible. So so people will say, well, Mr. Braverman and Mr. Alcazaz agree more than disagree. I think people are going to tell me going too hard on The Miz and too hard on the Cena. I don't think Cena showed about 16 times, number one. I don't think Miz should have ever been any main evented anything number two on. And from right, he hasn't he hasn't at any point in time since this show, for obvious reasons. Um, I don't think Miz ever should ever should have ever should have the belt. And if anybody says he had it twice, the second time he had it for five days. He had it for a cup oh, of coffee. Right, yeah, yeah, and four years they, ago almost. They had no business putting the belt on him. They knew it. You cannot put the belt on a B player. You just can't. It's like in hockey. Okay? I have in my locker room Retsky, Messier, Yager, Lemieux, dot, 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 dot. On the other side, I got this bozo. Okay? With all these guys, am I going to... With all these guys, you know what? I know I have all these guys. Gretzky, Lemieux in my locker room, all these guys. I want to put the seal on this guy. Wait, what? And, I, and I've, I've warned people uh, because I've warned people like, Mr. Braverman is so knowledgeable and passionate about hockey. You try to argue with him like that, Mark can make you look extremely stupid. No, I don't do that. I told people. When it comes I'm to a, hockey, Mark has played it. He's coached it. He's written yep, about it. Anything yep. with hockey, Mark has done it. Thank because you. hockey is, aside from wrestling, from what I said, you love hockey. Probably, I would say you, you love hockey more than wrestling. I love hockey more than, more than wrestling, yes. But, I'm, but, but but my wife is always first. Yeah. My wife is always first. So obviously. That's, obviously. But, but, so you had a choice. You had... The two best performances of the two out of the five best ones of the Attitude Era, Triple H and Sean Triple H and, and Undertaker. Almost said Sean. Sorry about that. Taker and Triple H. Who do I put on my B players? Which team? Which, which, which who do I put on first? Now, any normal human would have said, uh, "Dead man, game, your last hangout. You two, middle of the show." Go now. If you remember WrestleMania 8, we put Flair and Savage in the middle of the show, and they stole the show. 
That should have been the main event instead of Hogan versus Sid. Hogan versus Sid. That was politics. Also, by the way, a lousy match. But, but they did it again with WrestleMania 27. We have two of the best players in the world, and we're gonna put we're gonna put the two schlubs out there. Now, what did we do wrong? Class. <laughs> okay. Duh. Taker, if Taker Triple H would would have been the main event, it would have saved a horrible WrestleMania. But you put them on before those two schlubs, and look what we got. We got a horrible finish, a horrible title match, and everybody hope taking. I want my I want my money back. And for the record, I'm sure that nobody did get their money back. No, and WrestleMania tickets are not cheap. No. I mean, hey, you're, you're, you're speaking from experience. Okay, well, but when I went, I'll be honest, when I went uh, I never WrestleMania gone. 37, the reason why they weren't as expensive, because everybody asked me how much were they, I'm like, and, I, and I made the price. Well, first of all, where I sat, I mean, I sat in Upper Deck, which you're, honestly was not bad. Still actually a really good view, but this is this was because we were still in the, you know, blood the pandemic. So WWE could not charge as much as they you know usually do so so it, it, it was a bit of an advantage so yeah, yeah. WrestleMania. wrestlemania tickets are expensive i mean not quite as expensive as people world cup tickets but no, WrestleMania, it's not only that they're expensive but wrestlemania tickets they sell out in a freaking heartbeat they do stuff because this is the this let me put it to this way wrestlemania is the stanley cup finals FIFA World Cup, Super Bowl, NBA Finals, World Series, World Series. This is the premier main event of wrestling. Okay, so let's say that the state. Let, let's say that this is the great. This is this is our premier show. All right. Again, I have my two greatest players of all time in the locker room, and I put on Schlub one and Schlub two as my main event. People paid hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars hoping that Triple H and Taker would be the main event, and it didn't happen. That's what they were hoping for. And instead, we got this. This horrible, boring match. Now, I rate matches A, B, C, D, and F. I give this one an F double minus. The and, and this is the match of the show. So, this was the match. I gave the show the same rating. The, I gave the, I gave the show the show. I gave I gave a rating in F, even though Triple H and Shawn Mike, Triple H and Taker tried their hearts out. They could not save a bad show. I gave that show an A. I gave that match an A. The rest of the show, F. Yeah, it kind of seems that. It, you know, and I'll tell you, Mark. The way, see, I, I feel like you just basically gave me a very valuable history wrestling lesson because again, I was 18 years old doing that, doing that, and I don't, I don't mean to make you feel old, but I was 18 years old when that show took place. But <laughs> Mark, I swear to you, it, it seems that the way you were talking about this match and this show, it seemed that every 10 seconds you were basically swallowing your own barf. I was trying not to barf. Yeah. Okay. You, you see, folks, you see, this is why, I mean, okay, well, either way, I, I'd have you on the show because you're my friend, but 
ladies and gentlemen, the reason why Mark, it is vital that Mark comes on the show because Mark brings in that unique expertise and knowledge that younger wrestling fans need. It's helped me. I mean, Ricky's done the same thing you have. So, you know, and I always like to say, I know, I know a thing or two of being a wrestling historian, but you're on a way higher level. But the reason why I'm, I'm where I am, I mean, I've, it's a lot of stuff that you've told me and, and what our friend Ricky's told me. So, you know, that's why I tell people, look, if Mark offends you, well, too bad, because Mark knows what he's saying. At the same, and at the same time, most tell people, if you don't like what Mark says, when, then go away. <laughs> but, but you know, at the same time, folks, if Mark hurts your feelings, tough luck. I mean, if Mark's going to tell you the truth, then the truth hurts, you know. Okay, I'll put it this way. You know that thing going around where, where it says, of course, we're blah, 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 TikTok? I'm Generation right. X. Of course we don't care what comes out of our mouth. Because if you're not down with that, then what are the two words that you have for the mark? Suck it. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. I'll put it to this way. Generation actors like me don't care what comes out of our mouth because not, not because we just don't give a damn. Right. We have, we I mean, have, Rick, Ricky's part of the group, too, except I don't know who's who. Ricky's Generation X also. Yeah, but so, I, don't, I don't know who's, who's Triple H, who's the Road Dog, who's Xbox. Not the no, not the Generation X, Generation X. That's a whole different story, DX. But right, you made such a bad show of this, and I put this on my Facebook page. Miz versus Cena. Thanks for nothing. Ricky's told me about that. Ricky was the Ricky also commented on it. Ricky, Cena, Cena versus Miz. Why God? Why? Ricky told me the story. We were all falling asleep. We were all horrible. We were all horrified. And I got to feel bad for my brother because if I'm, if this was the one in 2010, then it was Jeffrey's last one. It was actually 2011. So, so, so it was right at, it was right, it was right, it was uh, this one right after he passed away. So this was, this was the hardest one I've ever had to watch. I still believe that watching from heaven, your brother was very disappointed. I'll put it to this way. Jeffrey made WrestleMania 26 was his last one, and that was a good show. But I'll put it this way. Jeffrey came home early from his honeymoon so he could watch WrestleMania with us. But 27 was just, it was was a hard show. It was a hard night. It was a hard show. It was a very hard show to sit through. We had 15, 17 people crammed at the Matt's house watching this garbage. And the only thing I was thinking, I remember just looking up and saying, kid, we're a kid. I only wish you were here to slam as much as I'm going to. So. Very unfortunate. I rated this match a double F. How do you rate it? Because of the first bad finish, that's that's an automatic F. There you go. But the, the other finish with the rock coming out like that. You know, yeah. So I don't dis- I don't disagree with you at all. Even though I've been I'm very I mean even though I, I I'm very supportive of the Miz and I do I am a Miz fan. But at the same time I don't blame him for it because again he's not the one that he's not the one who set up the match. But yeah, an F is realistically the way to go. There's just really no argument because I watched it like I said I watched it before we came on before we did this episode. 
And I just wanted to stop and just, you know, I, I was miserable. But I'm like, you know what? If Mark can do it, then damn it, so can I. I've only sat through the match once. Right. I'll never do it again. And honestly, I doubt that. I, I'm glad that now it's probably over with. I don't have oh, to watch okay. it ever again. Let me put it to this way. As we said, no one no one even considers this a main event match. Everybody considers this as, as a mistake. And it was. Well, eight, I think, I think we covered all of it. I think we covered it all. Yes, we have. So, ladies and gentlemen, a reminder that Ringside Chaos is any, excuse me, is available anywhere you get your podcast. So hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, because Mark and I want to be sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. And tune in next time because Mark is coming right back as we will preview the Elimination Chamber show. Ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves because Mark is bringing in that unique sense of knowledge, education, and passion. Mark, I can't wait, and I thank you so much for coming back on this show. And once again, this episode dedicated to the memory of your younger brother, Mr. Jeffrey Braverman. Mark, thank you so much, sir. AKA the kid. Thank you so much, Alex. And we'll see you, and we'll see everybody for, for, for our next episode, which I can't wait to do. Thank you. Take care. All right, thank you.